Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freakin' Rochester, also on Apple Freakin' Podcast, Freakin' Spotify, Freakin' SoundCloud, if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, my name is Taylor the Sand Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always, to my left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus, coming via satellite freaking New York from Doug Jordan's domicile, his garage in fact, and bringing up the rear, we have freaking Tadia freaking Risher, also via the great satellite in the sky, location undisclosed. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week of freaking review. <laughs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And another vision has come to me. In the dead of night, Weakers and Tweakers, which I am awake throughout, a vision comes before my eyes and I cannot see what is actually in front of me. It is clouded. It is obstructed by the visage. And in the center of the frame of my eyesight, I see a glowing orange and yellow flame flickering, feeding off of the air, burning. And the flame warms me inside. It warms my heart. And then from above, Something goes wrong, Uyghurs and Uyghurs, and a wind blows and threatens that flame. It no longer feeds the fire, but it now threatens to snuff it out. And from above, a wiry white hand emerges with a snuff in its long and wicked fingernails and it snuffs out the flame Uyghurs and Uyghurs and in that visage I knew that bright young flame was freaking Sunze's freaking cousin Matir who Jesus down on my knees has been missing for a great long while ever since freaking he was last seen with freaking octagon and it is now presumed that he is dead gone the way of the dodo and we here at our week in review grieve i am sorry to start it off on such a somber note but my heart is heavy on this day the year of our lord August 25th, 2001. It's a Wednesday, 3 p.m. W-A-Y-O, LGBTQ Rochester. Sandy, I don't know what to do <clears throat> if we can even yeah, do the one, show. One, just freaking zip it. Um, just just freaking zip it, for the love of God. I want to go ahead and freaking absolutely interrupt you and request that I uh, not be freaking interrupted from here, uh, from freaking henceforth. Yes. Uh, you please shot the jeez Louise. I'm gonna flip my freaking flip my freaking lid. I'm freaking drunk by the way. I'm a little too. God bless you. If I'm being honest with you, if you say another word, I am going to quit the freaking show. Uh, I believe you briefly mentioned uh, freaking Matier uh, is freaking dead. Um, 
just real quick, I want to touch on something, um, get it out of the way. Uh, Mateer, in fact, is freaking alive. Uh, he is freaking uh, returned uh, to his freaking domicile uh, with freaking Sunjay. Uh, and, um, yeah, he's uh, everything's freaking fine. What? He's alive and well. I, I, I heard this uh, today at the freaking kitchen table. Uh, apparently he's been back for a few freaking days now. Uh, but I, I heard freaking Doug and his wife uh, freaking chatting about it. Um, I got the whole freaking scoop. The man is freaking alive and well. Um, and, 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 man, if you would believe it, he was never in a, any actual freaking danger. What are you talking about? I God, was freaking. Don't. What did I fucking say? I'm Jesus. sorry. The man was freaking making love to a woman as as every freaking as 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 freaking the man was doing the freaking Lord's work, so to speak. Uh, he uh, apparently the freaking through the rumor mill. Um, we we've uh, deduced uh, that freaking Mateer did in fact uh, find a woman freaking fall in love. Um, he, he did freaking make love to her as well, uh, which I think was a big deal for him because from the looks of him, guy was a freaking virgin. Guy had never freaking taken the plunge before, if you know what I freaking mean. Uh, and I guess he freaking finally did it. Um, and I guess he liked the way it felt, uh, if I'm being freaking honest with you again. Uh, because uh, now freaking Mateer is freaking refusing to return back to uh, the freaking homeland because he has fallen in love with... All the freaking sensation that follows um, a session of freaking lovemaking. Um, and I, I do not know if I need to go into further detail about what that sensation is. Um, it's sort of like a bubbling up feeling. It keeps building and building and building. And then there's this uh, moment of freaking pure bliss. Um, pure freaking, absolute freaking pure bliss. Um, uh, before the body does something um, similar to making waste, uh, whether it be urinating or, or defecating. But this is sort of a different... Um, this is sort of like a cream. I'm maybe I'm getting. I love where you're going with this. Calculates. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, and and I and I believe it was probably quite quite the freaking uh, quite the freaking uh, sizable as well because like as I mentioned, I don't believe that this man uh, had ever made love before, and from the looks of it, I don't believe he knew how to freaking play with himself either. Uh, looked like a looked like a just didn't look the part, if you know what I mean. Oh my. Well. Yeah. This is a socking turn of events, and prior to Mateer's first rejaculation, I, I, I have been planning a candlelight vigil for to announce on this show today, uh, and I had a speech, a yudulily, to to make that I had worked very oh, hard on. What did what did you have a free what is it, a freaking yudulily? What in the what in the heck did you just freaking say? I had a yudulity. Uh, you do. It doesn't make sense when they put these letters together this way. A yudulity. You're talking about a, a eulogy, correct? Is that yeah, one? that sounds right. And I had planned the whole thing. I was announcing it on this show, a candlelight vigil for Matir in the wake of his death. And I was going to invite Sunze as a guest of honor, and I was going to put it upon him to speak in front of a crowd about his cousin, and we would honor his life and legacy outside of WAYO LGBTQ freaking studios. And I, uh, I am at a loss, is what I am saying. Yeah, but it, I mean, he's alive, so it's. There, there, there really is no freaking loss. Uh, Mateer is freaking alive and well. Uh, I guess I'm sorry that it ruins your candlelight vigil, but it's it should be seen as a 
It's a positive, I suppose. See, the man, the man, the boy, the boy was never in any freaking danger. And yeah. in fact, the boy freaking became a freaking man, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, geez Louise, Sandy Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How was your week? And how are you? So. Um, I'm fine. It's just a little concerning how disappointed you are to hear the news that this 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 boy is is alive and well. Well, I'm not but, upset that he's. I mean, I am upset that he's alive because it, I'm. What I'm upset about is that it ruins my plans. I'm not upset that he's alive, but that is connected to it. It's they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um. All right. Whatever. Uh, regardless, I'm bringing. Uh, I'm bringing as a freaking Dickens. Uh, I feel like I did, did I already did this, but God I'm freaking as a freaking. Thank you very much for the freaking blessing. Uh, and I'm freaking. I'm uh, freaking drunk as well. Um. And um. And what was that? What was your other freaking? How was my and week? How was your week? Um. This week has been a freaking whirlwind. Uh. Yeah. Basically, got some freaking inf- information. Um. About 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 freaking material that was freaking uh, very freaking socking good freaking news. Um. Apparently, he had a freaking quite the freaking sensation. Um. And his freaking and uh, his freaking loins that has uh, beckoned him back multiple times. Um. So that was great. I'm just happy to be uh, associated with that uh, peripherally. Um. I guess the the biggest thing though would be um. Uh, 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 in the name of the freaking law, freaking uh, a one freaking Marvel freaking Givens has been freaking apprehended by the freaking police, and uh, uh, because of that, I'm afraid I have been freaking summoned to testify in freaking court uh, about the events of a few weeks ago, where he uh, plucked a man's freaking eyeballs out of his head. Yeah, so for Uyghurs and Tweakers, I do know this, and this is a socking twist in the tale and the saga of the Great Radio War at the hands of Evan Dawson, WXXI Connects and host Marvel Givens, the bounty hunter, the sleuth, the murderer, at least soon-to-be murderer, and God bless him for that, it was completely justified. Put a man into a coma, tore his eyeball out, and now he awaits his day in court. That he has been captured, though he is nimble and though he is swift at 440 pounds. And I was a bit surprised to find out when I got this summons to freaking testify on his behalf that Jesus Louise down on my knees, his actual first name is Orlando. I thought. I thought his first name was Marvel. Turns out that is his middle name. His first name is Orlando. His full name is Orlando Marvel Givens. Yeah. I also want to go ahead and second that. That was just about the most freaking socking um, part of this whole freaking thing. Is I said, Are you kidding me? Who the hell is this guy? Freaking Orlando. I said, oh my goodness, this is freaking Marvel Givens. His name is freaking Orlando. 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 Jesus, please. I can't even get it out of my freaking mouth because it doesn't freaking sound right. Orlando. Or- Orlando. It doesn't sound right. Marvel Givens. And... Tadia Risher has been deposed as well, or will be deposed as well. We will all be. Myself, Sandy the Man, Fan Sarkis, Jeez Louise, Doug Jordan, and freaking Tadia Risher. Friday, the day of the deposition. And this will be one deposition for the books. If I do say so myself, and I am very nervous, but also very excited because finally somebody wants to freaking talk to me, and I will come out of hiding. To defend my friend and my savior, Marvel Givens, this life. 
if I can just play the Doug Jordan role here and sort of friggin' uh, be the Debbie Downer of this whole friggin' deposition thing, I'm not sure why I've been deposed. I wasn't even there when he tore out the man's eye. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm glad that you're going to be there. I wouldn't feel right without you. Thank you. Yeah, um, maybe they found some evidence, maybe a scrap of paper with your name on it. And all the other names on that scrap of paper had been etched out, and they're worried that you're next. I tell you what, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the fence if I'm gonna if I'm gonna testify for him and and try and get him off the hook, or if I'm gonna try and freaking bring him down for trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah, you've got an awful freaking decision to make, and I wish you the freaking best of luck. And man, man, I hope you know that the freaking fate of this man's life is solely in your freaking hands. And we are all in a great debt to him for taking out the octagon and making him the Cyclops octagon. Now, basically, who's all we got to do is unplug that cord and this whole thing goes away, Sandy Vargas. And God bless. I hope that day comes where we can make this thing disappear. Now, speaking of which, we mentioned that we are all to be deposed. Now, this includes Doug Jordan, who... At this point, for Uyghurs and Tweakers, probably noticed, is not here again. Going on three, actually four weeks, because we had last week freaking off. Now, geez, Louise, down on my knees, no one has been able to figure out hide nor hair where Doug Jordan is going on these nights, though we have had communication with him on a regular basis in the interim b- between the shows. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, uh, Sandy Fargus, Tadia Freaking Risher, any thoughts, any uh, explanation of where this guy went. Well, Sandy said it last week, and I didn't want to believe it, and I spent the whole week trying to f- find any freaking excuse, but, I mean, this is what, the second, third week he's been missing in a row? I think there's no explanation other than he's been meeting with freaking Dawson. I mean, look, I look, I like the freaking guy. You know what I mean? I mean, he's, I mean, he's got a bad freaking rap, but he, but he freaking means well. But, I mean, if someone were to be freaking brainwashed, I mean, it would obviously be the one of us with the freaking weakest mind. And, I mean, you take a look, one look at him, and you go, well, that guy, there's, that guy obviously has a freaking weak mind. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe he has fallen the way of the freaking, of the freaking dodo and is following freaking Dawson off the freaking uh, proverbial freaking cliff. He is very susceptible to freaking mind tricks. You can basically get Doug Jordan to do just about anything that you want. I mean... I hate to say it, but we've long talked about his potential sexual relationship with animals. You think that was his idea? Or maybe he stared into the eye of a snake, a Slytherin or whatever they call the ones that were perceivable, the kind that can freaking speak to you in tongues. And it told him to go have sex with that farmer's freaking goat, and then he got the taste for it. So, geez, always down on my knees, Doug, if you're listening... We love you. Come back to the good side. You yeah. have a truck. We need that truck. Yeah, Doug, Doug, if you're freaking listening, and I know you freaking are, get freaking help. Talk to someone. Talk to whatever. Call, geez, pick up the freaking phone. Call a freaking friend. Get your freaking truck over here. Freaking make sure it's all freaking gassed up. We need the freaking truck, Doug. Yeah. I've also heard he's got herpes. Oh, yeah. That could be it. it. Yeah. yeah. Could be having a flare up. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, Tadia freaking Richard, that leads us to you. God bless you. And how are you doing? And how was your week? And how are you? How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? 
Uh, thank you for the blessing, first and foremost. Uh, I'm doing great. I've never been here, and uh, that's partly because I've had a good week. Um, because uh, at my freaking deep clean specialist jobs, we got a new contract um, that I'm freaking excited about, although it has caused a little bit of trouble for me. Uh, we, we're now cleaning on a weekly basis the new uh, area sperm bank here in Rochester, New York. You gotta be kidding me. That's right up your freaking alley. Tell us a little bit about what that entails and what the mess is like. What the kind of what what do you do differently to clean a freaking sperm bank than you would a regular domicile? Yeah, that's a great freaking question. And basically, uh, it's been a little bit of a learning curve for me because where I was working beforehand in a freaking house of self prostitution, that might as well have been a sperm bank. The amount of got sprayed all over the place there. Um, so I do have a lot of experience cleaning it up. You really got to kind of get in down there on your hands and knees. I used to just use a paper towel here. They give me a freaking awesome sponge that I, I just kind of, I get right in there and really kind of put my, my, my freaking elbow grease into it. And I, you know what I will say for a freaking sperm bank, that place is already pretty freaking clean. So there's not a lot of that I have to clean up, although I have gotten in trouble a few times because, as I mentioned before, when I was at the house of prostitution, people walked in on each other playing with themselves all the freaking time. So I do not knock when I walk into rooms of men playing with themselves, and I have walked in on several men playing with themselves, and they do not take it in stride here. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. there are prudes out there, and that is often the case. Now, compared to, let's say, Doug Jordan's garage, on the level of, let's say, a clean building to the seed level, on the seed coverage at the freaking Doug Jordan's garage in his domicile, where, where would you put this burn bank? I mean, I don't think anything can touch Doug Jordan's garage when it comes to a seeded wall. But I will say this. Um you know the the whole point of the sperm bank is to freaking ejaculate into the freaking cup so a lot of guys you know they go right into the cup sometimes they miss a little bit that's when i get in there and i freaking really just kind of with my hands just kind of scrub that back and forth as hard as i freaking can and uh you know but yeah i i honestly if doug jordan's garage is a 10 this place is probably just a three there's not as much sperm as you'd think there is but when there is i get in there God bless you. Well, and you're doing the Lord's work. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I'm so glad to hear how well you're doing and how much you have grown since we've known you. And I'm so very, very proud of you. Thank you. And I think I did. I mention that I was. Yeah. God bless you for that as well. Thank you. Now, before we move on to our first freaking segment, Sandy, the Sandman, Farkas, geez, Louise, down on my knees, the master plan, our beacon of hope. <sighs> Yeah. Please, an update. Tell me some good news because, geez, Louise, down on my knees with the news that I have had today, I don't know that I can take bad news much longer. All right. Well, you asked me to freaking say something, and then you continue to freaking babble for freaking two minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. If you want me to freaking speak, you need to go ahead and zip your freaking lid. Yeah, okay. Please be quiet. Stop interrupting me, man. Let me freaking talk. Um, geez, Louise, what, what did you just freaking ask me? Oh, um, freaking master plan. Uh, How are you? I'm very freaking, uh, man, I, I can't believe I have, didn't freaking mention that already. Yeah, I'm freaking is a freaking diggings. Um, now that that is, uh, out in the open, 
I want to go ahead and freaking talk about the freaking master plan. Um, you are basically freaking begging me for freaking good news, of which there just freaking isn't. Um, basically, one new freaking development. Um, Tadia no longer has quite uh, the, the, the schedule for freaking reconnaissance um, that he once freaking had. So um had to freaking seek uh, new opportunities. I thought, okay, who's someone who is a freaking who, who who's someone who's who's a real who's real good at freaking sleuthing and who's got a freaking car? And it freaking hit me. It's freaking Dimitri, freaking the new freaking delivery boy at freaking Ortego Grill. He is about freaking fifteen or sixteen years old, and he is a freaking juvenile freaking delinquent and a freaking pot dealer. Uh, man, and he's becoming one of my freaking closest freaking friends. If I'm being freaking honest with you. Um, me is not uh, great at freaking responding. Um, he is not as quick as I thought he would be, uh, and uh, and he's becoming quite a bit, uh, quite a freaking liability, uh, because he's a freaking daredevil. And um, as, if I can just freaking sort of rope him in, it's going to be freaking smooth sailing. Um, the only thing I want to freaking mention aside from that is that I have been getting freaking emails all over the freaking place and i've been freaking printing them out and freaking reading them and basically all these freaking people are telling me that there is no freaking master plan and they're and and, and they're freaking doubting the freaking legitimacy of the freaking master plan and the freaking the freaking legitimacy of the freaking reconnaissance um that that ties into the freaking master plan and and i just want to uh, briefly tell the freaking doubters out there i mean this is a freaking this is the freaking this is a freaking beacon of hope this is the freaking master plan and it freaking came to me in a freaking vision. And I've been freaking working tirelessly to get this thing off the freaking ground. And, you know, I mean, the truth be freaking told, oftentimes I wonder why I freaking experience divine intervention freaking constantly. Yeah. But I probably should shut up. I, I am all, all I am, nobody freaking wonders why I freaking experience this freaking divine intervention more than I freaking do. But a freaking prophet's job, it is not to freaking question the freaking workings of God. So I choose to just shut the f up and accept it. And I'm going to make this freaking master plan freaking work. It was the last thing I freaking do. And, I, and if I freaking die trying having to do this freaking master plan, then freaking so be it. Yeah. And if the master plan don't, I was almost done. If the freaking master plan doesn't freaking work, I will also be freaking dead. If you find me freaking, please, I'm not freaking done. If you freaking find me dead, Make sure it is not a freaking dummy, because there are freaking dummies in the area that look just like me. And if you find, if you shake that freaking dummy and it is, and the head does not fall off, it is me and it is my freaking lifeless freaking dead body that you are shaking. And know then that the freaking master plan is probably not gonna freaking, it's probably not gonna freaking work out. Now, is there any way to maybe safeguard against that happening? Something we no. can do? No? Okay. No. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees. That makes me very freaking nervous. And I just hope and pray every day that that does not happen that way. Yeah, but if it happens, there's nothing you can freaking do about it. If, if that if that's the way it's gonna go down, it's the way it's gotta freaking go down. And um, yeah, and um, well, that's a freaking master plan for him. Let's just hope it freaking works. Yeah, I got a lot freaking right on this thing. My freaking life is at stake here, uh, folks. Tell me about it. Weegers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have a real quick segment to get to. And let me begin. He traveled a great distance from old Babylon down the Tigris, Euphrates, and far beyond. 
He arrived cloaked in strength clothing and smelling of spices, and carried with him assortment of rices. I shared with him a bedroom in his uncle's abode, and five times he made me watch the movie Source Code. While I stayed up late, he got up at the dawn, and then one morning, Matir was gone. With the devastating loss of a dear friend of the show, a once blooming young man flowers no more. We here at Our Week could use a little relief and therefore present Our Week's Guide to Grief. So, geez louise, down on my knees, this is brought to you with the support from Healthline.com. We're going to go through the stages of the stages of Jeez louise, down on my knees. The stages of grief. And believe me, me, by the end of this, we're all going to feel much, much, much better. I hope. I pray. Because right now, the way I am feeling, it is a dark, dark day here at our Week in Review. So, geez louise, down on my knees, without further freaking ado. Number one is denial. First stage of grief. This... Are we seriously, are we really going to do this freaking segment? What do you mean? Well, Matir's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. Did you forget about that? I... I told I couldn't, it couldn't have been freaking five minutes ago, I didn't let you know. I was, I planned this before I knew that Matir survived. Well, okay, but that's fine. But can can we just like skip to the yeah, stories do we, then? Do we have to re do this or? We do have to do it. It's part of the process of getting, I'm feeling terrible and I need this to get over the grief of losing. Not only had, did I think I lost Matir, but then I lost the candlelight vigil, which I was planning on doing in my legitimacy. And... Now I am, am in denial. I don't even believe that he's freaking dead. Are you? I mean, did you see him himself? He's right. not dead. Um, and no, and, and and I gotta tell you, for the amount of freaking times I talk about this guy, I've never freaking met him. No one has freaking met this guy but you. See, and that is part of the freaking problem. So nobody knows what he looks like but me and Sunze. And did they even say, I didn't even hear it from the source's mouth, from the horse's mouth, I meant to say. I'm thinking about source code. Which is absolutely hilarious for your movie. Um, but geez louise down on my knees. That's the thing. Is he dead? No, he's not. Is he alive? I'm not so sure. I planned this whole thing out. So if this is now stage number one, this is the state of sock, disbelief, and numbed feelings. So geez louise down on my knees. I am numb to the prospect of him living and not doing my freaking absolutely amazing freaking candlelight vigil tonight outside of, and I gotta tell a lot of people not to come although at this point I'm not even sure what to do because so number two pain and guilt you may feel the loss is unbearable and I do and that you're making others people lives harder because of your feelings and needs and I am because I needed this Sandy Vargas, Tadia Risher this was going to be the big release. I had it all planned out. A grandiose speech. Uh, and there was something in here about each one of you, too. So maybe if you had seen the speech prior to me finding out that freaking Matir was still alive, you would be grieving the death of the speech as well. 
you know, I'm honored that you would put us in your eulogy, but I just want to highlight something that Sandy said earlier uh, that nobody but you knew Mateer, so I don't know how this would have related to us at all. Yeah, yeah. It's odd that you would find a way to mention each of us and the vigil of a man who never met any of us. Um, I think that would have been an inappropriate approach um, to the freaking eulogy um, and would have caused uh, great freaking confusion uh, to to the boys' freaking family, uh, who I can only imagine that you probably didn't even think to invite to this freaking vigil. Well, I they are far and wide, so I invited Soonjay and Soonjay. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was a guest of honor, and so were you, actually, Sandy, and and you as well, Tadia. Yeah, but I'm not sure I would have even come. And that leads us perfectly into number three, uh, anger, which I am beginning to feel a great deal of. At this, and I can tell that that is Tadia might still be in denial that he would come, and Sandy is. I, I gotta he, tell you, I'm 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 think I'm 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 not sure if I would have freaking gone either. And at the very least, if I would have gone there, I would have been very freaking drunk, and I would have no recollection of your freaking speeds. Yeah, and I had you slated for his beats as well, an impromptu what, one. What the hell was I? Gonna I was gonna say? say just say something from your heart and. Yeah, I probably could have figured something out. I think um, you could have. Yeah. And then number four is bargaining. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Is there a way that we can still make this happen? Can is maybe, it, maybe between when he was found a couple of days ago and now he has gone missing again? Wait a minute. Are you are you suggesting that that maybe perhaps something bad might happen to him? between right this moment and your vigil that you had planned and he maybe de- we could still do the freaking vigil the thing is he doesn't need to actually be dead for us to do the vigil we just need to believe that he's dead is what I'm trying to say I don't know what I'm embar- it's a bargaining chip it's the, all I can do it's what all I can think these thoughts that come out when we are in great moments of grief are not of our own making which leads me to number five, depression. And ever since I found out that we were going to be unable to do this beautiful candlelight visual that I had planned, I have been in a deep, dark depression. But number six there is always time for reconstruction and you can begin to put the pieces of your eulogy back together and maybe doug has an extra box that he keeps under his bed we can stuff material in that and then make the eulogy happen the way that it was supposed to go and that is something number seven i could accept that the show goes on sandy Farkas, who knows this the best and tadia risher knows it just as well because they are both showmen. One, Tadia makes a freaking hilarious freaking sex porno films. And Sandy Fargus, greatest radio show host in the history of the freaking Rochester, New York. Thank you for that blessing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, I, I freaking accept. I freaking accept your freaking compliment. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe if you threw a couple of freaking, threw some freaking barbecue into this freaking vigil, maybe it wouldn't have been such a freaking bad party. But, um, obviously, he is freaking alive, so... Yeah. 
I just can't accept that. So, well, geez louise, down to my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, unwittingly tragic figure Britney Spears made headlines after it was revealed that her two dogs had been removed from her care, according to page six. The 39-year-old crazy singer is, quote, demanding answers in regards to the whereabouts of her dogs. According to inside sources, Spears' dog sitter took the canines to the veterinarians after reports of neglect. This story comes on the heels of another report concerning alleged abuse suffered by one of Spears' employees at the hands of the unwell pop star. According to reports, Spears allegedly slapped one of her female employees during a vulnerable dispute. The investigation is currently ongoing. So, geez louise, down on my knees. I believe I said this the last time we spoke. Be careful what you wish for. Everybody is up in arms calling for the release of Britney Spears out of her mental institution and into the streets. And I say, be careful what you wish for, because when you get it, you might have a psychopath on your hands. Very possible. And now, I mean, this is a this is a freaking situation uh, where I think that you and freaking uh, Britney Spears uh, are, do have freaking some similarities. Um, you definitely wanted to freaking be uh, get some of your freaking freedom back, and now that I think that you have it, you, I feel like you don't know what to freaking do with it, and um, and basically you walk around freaking in a freaking dress covered in freaking moss with freaking. Uh, basically strapped to a freaking ball and chain, man. Worry uh, about the biggest freaking helmet that it looks honestly like it's covered in duck. So you got your freaking freedom back, and it wasn't quite what you had in mind. And uh, who knows? Maybe one of these days you could just say, "I was wrong." I'll go freaking back. And the thing about decisions is that you don't understand how many decisions you're making until some of them are taken away from you. And then you say, now I, I am unable to make any of my own decisions. I would love to have my decisions back, but maybe you don't need to have them all back because some of them, what, what's for breakfast? It doesn't matter. Somebody else will make it for you. How do I make breakfast? I don't know. How do I provide for myself a warm bed, a place to have a number two and number three and a number one as well? How do I clean up after these messes are made? These are decisions that I did not need to make and Brittany herself doesn't need to make them either. Yeah, I mean, that, um, yeah, it sounds like a pretty good grip on all that is. I need to hear you uh, speak with such freaking clarity of your situation. Yes, although, of course, I, I personally am never going back. I'll die before I go back, I'll tell you that right now. So, number... The, last week, a marine biologist published a study showing evidence that sea snake encounters frequently occur because the male marine reptiles confuse divers with potential mates, according to the scientist. 
Tim Lynch, a researcher at Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organization in Australia, published a study in scientific reports detailing 25 years of research with olive snake sea snakes. According to Lynch, the male sea snakes mistakenly identify divers as their significantly larger female counterparts. Quote, but I soon found out that the males approached me all the time, Lynch said. The snakes would come over, lick me, and go, oh, you're not a sea snake, and then go off and do its own thing. So, geez louise, down to my knees. Potential harm. Let's talk about the potential harm of deep sea diving. Maybe not the right equipment on. Tadia Freegan Reser, what do you think? Well, I think we just figured out where Doug Jordan's been all these weeks, probably freaking deep diving. But yeah, like any sexual encounter, I would just encourage that you would freaking wear protection and don't, you know, don't go diving looking for sea snakes if you're not properly ready for it. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, I have always, I have heard about encounters, sexual encounters between snakes and humans before, but it has always been land snakes that come up through the toilet and into the rear freaking end of the unsuspecting recipient of the sexual encounter. Yeah, yeah, that freaking happened to me once. It burrowed in. Got about freaking got a, got a, please don't interrupt me. Got about freaking halfway in, and I, and I finally realized I was drunk, mind you. And I thought finally realized this something doesn't freaking feel right. Freaking sat up off the freaking toilet, and this thing's freaking wiggling around trying to go freaking deeper. And I'm like, this is this is freaking unbelievable. This is freaking Mexico, by the way, obviously. Uh, and I freaking and I freaking because the freaking toilet was not connected to freaking running water. And I knew when I sat down and I said, I think probably shouldn't be doing this, but I was freaking drunk and I was having diarrhea. Um, on account of drinking all that freaking water. Um, so I went ahead and stood up, freaking bottom half of the snake is flopping around, uh, grabbed a hold of that thing, freaking basically freaking ripped it out. The thing didn't want to freaking get out, though, I'll tell you that much. And then finally got it out, and I said, geez Louise, I freaking, you know, freaking had a breath of sigh of relief. Wouldn't you know it, I freaking dropped it back into the freaking toilet bowl and started to go, and I completely forgot. And I started to freaking go to the bathroom again. And the thing started to freaking sniff around, and I said, I'm going, geez, I'm freaking falling. I'm basically freaking falling for this trick all over again. Um, and I freaking got out of there. Yeah, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me. Or whatever the saying may be. Yeah, fool me once, uh, shame on me. Fool me freaking twice. Um, freaking, I'm not letting, I'm not freaking falling for that one again. No. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, may we all be careful in these situations. And you're just lucky it wasn't an agitator, an alligator. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I suppose that's freaking true. Because I, mean, it, I guess I feel like they what? would go after the the meat dangling in the toilet, and not the yeah. finding a nice home for some solace. Yeah, they basically, I mean, these things, I mean, these freaking agitators, these freaking alligators freaking feed on freaking raw chicken. And, and sometimes if you see them freaking doing, freaking getting raw chicken thrown into their mouths, you go, geez, this thing looks like a freaking, I think it looks like a freaking sack of testicles, you know what I freaking mean. Um, very freaking fleshy. Um, so, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm glad a freaking alligator wasn't swimming around in that freaking toilet and. Yeah, for the best, I guess. Last week, an Indian man died after biting a venomous snake in retaliation, according to the Times of India. 
Rama Mato, a 65-year-old man from the village of Madel, Mad, geez, Louise, Madhode in the Nalada district of Bihar, captured and bit a baby viper in a tit-for-tat retaliation after a previous attack outside his home. According to reports, the small snake bit Mato in the leg while he was sitting on his porch. Mato, who was reportedly drunk at the time, caught the snake and began chewing on the reptile. The man then discarded the snake by a nearby tree. Family members urged Mato to go to the hospital due to numerous bites sustained to the face, but he refused. Mato was found dead in his bed the next morning. A candlelight vigil will be held for poor Mato Wednesday evening at Wayo Studios in Rochester, New York. Uh, those who wish to pay their respects are welcome to attend. So, Jesus, he's down on my knees. Mato, God bless you. We love you. And we pray for you in heaven. That last part wasn't freaking written down on the freaking copy. Did you, um... Wait a minute. You tried, well, you just mentioned that there was a candlelight vigil, and that's not on the freaking, that's not freaking written there. I think, uh, are you trying to, um... I'm, well, I already got the thing planned, and all I got to do is change the name from Matir to Mato. It's basically the same freaking thing. Though he is gone, he is not forgotten. That kind of thing, you can kind of just put that anyway, if you know what I mean. Um, wait, is, that, is that how your freaking eulogy goes? Is your freaking eulogy, though he is gone, he is not forgotten? This is the freaking eulogy that you're that's so freaking excited for? That's part of it. This is also the, the second show in a row now that you've tried to memorialize someone in a news story that's very far away. It was the train guys last time. Oh, God, God, rest God I just forgot about that. Now it's back welling up to the service. I, those boys. Yeah. We should do one for them, too. We should throw them into the mix, I guess. I don't think we need, I don't think we need to do one for anybody at this point. Probably not, but if, like I said, if there is freaking barbecue involved, I will probably go to this freaking party. Yeah, barbecue yep. candlelight vigil. Wednesday night outside Wayo Studios. So, geez Louise. Last week, Paulina Porizakova shared a teary-eyed selfie on Instagram after being, quote, blindsided by betrayal, according to page six. Quote, trust after being betrayed seems as far-fetched as being shot into space. Correction. It's easier to see myself shot into space at this moment, the 56-year-old former model wrote in the caption of the desperate photo. Although Poriskova did not mention any names in the post, she recently ended a three-month relationship with writer-director Aaron Sorkin. It is also possible that she was referring to her estranged deceased husband and former Cars frontman Rick Okasik. According to reports, Okasik cut Porzakova out of his will shortly before his death. Or perhaps she was referring to being voted off Dancing with the Stars in the first round during the spring of 2007 season. Or maybe she was referencing being abandoned by her father after a short-lived reunion in Sweden after fleeing Soviet oppression in Czechoslovakia and being left in the care of her grandmother for seven years. But who knows? Um, what, what was this story about? Paulina Porzinkova. Porzinkova. This is a freaking story. Basically, entire. This is a freaking story that's almost entirely all speculation. Um, 
the only thing, the only part of the story that is factual is that she posted a picture and said something about going to freaking outer space. Um, and then everything after that is freaking complete freaking conjecture. Um, and, 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 and really freaking laying into her. Um, so freaking Brelzukova, if you're freaking listening, um, I don't even know. I don't even have anything I want to freaking say to you in particular. Yeah, hang in there, I guess. I, I guess, yeah. The, the thing is, this is according to page six. Now, some of these details were found out on her Wikipedia page, which is pretty harsh on her as well, according to her 2007 season with Dancing with the Stars and her father abandoning her after escaping freaking Czechoslovakia and rehoming herself with her freaking grandma in Sweden. So, yeah. It's tough out there. It's tough for a lot of people. At the same time, you know, tell it to your freaking shrink. You know what I mean? Don't put it, don't put it on your freaking Instagram. Man. Don't take a freaking picture of yourself looking freaking Moby. And, you know, we're all driving. We're all, I mean, the rest of us are trying to have freaking fun over here. You know what I mean? I mean, this is. Yeah. Louise. Man, I don't like it. Something yeah. about it. Bit much. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. Last week, do-it-yourself pastry giant Pillsbury released an all-new line of easy-to-make products, according to Chewboom.com. The all-new rollout featured six new items, including monkey bread and garlic bread pull-apart kits, mini cine sticks, mini pizza crusts, and chocolate chip and birthday cake cookie dough poppins. All six products are part of Pillsbury's permanent product line. So, Cheese Louise down on my knees. Tadia Risher, why don't you take it to the sports desk? Oh, um, yeah. Okay, this is uh, this is the sports desk with Je- uh, Doug Jordan featuring Tadia Risher, and nice. I'm here to talk about. Thank you uh, for the blessing, and I'm here to talk about um, Pillsbury uh, all new easy to make products like the monkey bread and garlic bread pull apart kits, which are pull bread. Uh, pull-apart bread kits that are ready to bake with pre-cut dough and and sauce patches really delicious they also got mini cine sticks that can be enjoyed from morning to night as portable breakfast options and ultimate pizza night if you're freaking feeling frisky uh they they simply pair well with dessert uh also mini pizza crust which uh, simply add your favorite pizza toppings for a creative alternative uh you know instead of standard you know delivery pizza night and uh, also my personal favorite, the chocolate and birthday cake cookie dough pop-ins, which are poppable, but also resealable and safe to eat as cookie dough bites in, uh, you know, in some really fun flavors. So uh, that's that's the sports test with Doug Jordan. Wow. They all sound amazing. Yeah, that does sound you good. Can, you're telling me I can get I can get all four of these at any freaking local grocer. Yeah, that's that's according to Chewboom.com. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much for all that freaking information. Yeah, Thank I, you. I am surprised at the amount of information that you had on this topic because sports desk usually goes like this. Uh, well, uh, I'm not prepared. Uh, welcome to sports desk with mm-hmm. Doug Jordan and maybe uh, I'm like, again, I'm not prepared. Wow. You sound just freaking like him. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. I, yeah, this, is, this is how it usually goes. Uh, you would say, uh, "Take it away, freaking Doug," and he would go, uh, "Are you freaking? Are you freaking talking to me?" And we would go, "Dude, what in the heck?" And then we would go, oh, "I don't think I'm freaking prepared." 
And then he would say, and then he would just try and freaking figure it out as, on the freaking fly. And it's just like usually freaking just a freaking abysmal. I don't know if you've ever heard him do it, uh, TJ Richard, but uh, it's, it's really freaking abysmal. Yeah, I've heard him go before. Usually he goes, well, you know, I wish I had been informed about this ahead of time instead of just kind of on the spot. And then he just kind of reads whatever might be on the copy, which has already been read. Um, so, but uh, I'll be honest and I don't want to speak ill of the man when he's freaking not here recovering from his snake wounds, but, uh, it's really not that hard to do if you just kind of put your mind to it. Sports desk is one of the easiest segments. If you know the sports landscape. Yeah, it's one of the freaking easiest freaking segments. It's probably the easiest freaking segment that we do on this freaking show. Yeah. And yet, week after week, he finds a way to absolutely completely f*** it up. Yeah, botches it. It's a botch segment, usually. I just put it in there for him so that he has something to do to hang his little hat on. Didn't he freaking beg you to freaking do this freaking segment in the first place? Quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So... Sad. Last week, famed jazz pop singer Tony Bennett announced his retirement from live performance, according to the New York Post. The announcement came amid rumors that the 95-year-old crooner may no longer be in prime condition to take his act on the road. Bennett, who has been public about his battle with Alzheimer's disease, canceled the rescheduled 2020 tour dates that had been postponed due to the pandemic. Bennett took to the stage one last time at Radio City Music Hall in New York City with the aptly titled show, One Last Time, an evening with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. The two singers collaborated on an album released in 2014 and are set to release another album together in October. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, this old bag of bones, Tony Bennett. He has been chomping at the bit for years and years, and his son is his manager, I found out. 66 years young, this man. The manager. His son. 66 years old. Just about as old as I'll ever plan to be. And this guy is the young one. They go, oh, no, I meant the young Tony. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I wonder if the collaboration between Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga has something to do with perhaps his ailing brain in its sort of disintegrating state. I mean, the guy's got on his way to having a big pair of mush brain, as many people call it. And I'm wondering if he freaking paired up with freaking meat dress over here because, geez Louise, down on my knees, he didn't know who she was or what she was all about. See, to me, this seems kind of like a freaking non-story. A guy who I already thought was dead is, ba- is finally freaking died, basically. That's what this story is, right? He freaking died? Well, his brain is... His brain is no good, yeah. His brain has gone gone sour on him. Um, man, it doesn't freaking shock me. You know, freaking 95 years old is a freaking long run, you know, and... Um, I mean, if you, I mean, the guy's freaking 95, and he's got a freaking 66-year-old son. I mean, I mean the, the fact that both of these guys are freaking knocking on freaking death's door simultaneously is sort of, you know, there's something to be freaking sad about that. Yeah. So maybe you guys can just, you know, maybe you can sort of, you know, go ahead and hold hands with your freaking son and just close your eyes and just sort of try your damnedest to just freaking let go and freaking drift off. And we don't have to freaking talk about freaking this man anymore. And Lady Gaga can... And we just freaking move on, you know, and put, put, put this whole, put this, as you said, freaking bag of bones, put it freaking behind her, freaking bury it once and freaking bring it for all, freaking bury him alive for all I freaking care. And I think it's a real shame that Tony Bennett had to freaking die this way with his brain turning to freaking applesauce. 
instead of going out with some dignity by just freaking going the way of the dodo and going into the closet, rope around his freaking neck, dance around his ankle, playing with himself. Or, yeah. At the very least, freaking blowing his own yeah. brains out. It is a tough choice to make by this son. It's a shame when things like this have to freaking happen this way. It really is, you know, have some, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, she's always. Now, someday they should make a movie about this, it's always in. And it'd be like Sophie's Choice too, but it's a, it's an inverse Sophie's Choice. He's got to choose between his dad basically crumbling on stage into a pile of dust that he sweeps up himself with a freaking dust buster, or well, I don't really know what the other choice is. What what Man, is? Let's the, just let's just go ahead and say, or his freaking lover. We'll give him a freaking lover, um, freaking male lover. Um, He's a young, a young man, very freaking young man. So this guy's freaking sixty-six. His freaking, his freaking new bow is about freaking thirty years. His freaking junior. Yeah. Or oh, freaking forty years. His I forgot how freaking old he was. About forty, fifty years. His well, forty years. His freaking junior. Yeah. Maybe they could call the movie Junior, and starring Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger, and Schwarzenegger DeVito implants his seed inside Schwarzenegger's belly. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should make that movie. Um, they should bring make that freaking movie again. Yeah, I am sorry. I am out of my mind over this candlelight vigil that I had planned, and I know we will have a lot of weakers, a lot of tweaklers, and a lot of aimless maillotards wandering the parking lot of Wayo Studios, not knowing yeah. what happened, not knowing what's going on. And I were, we have to do something. Perhaps we could throw Tony Bennett in there, at least his mind, into the to the freaking candlelight vigil, and we'd talk about the brothers who died on the train, all of them. Freaking Mattel, and maybe who knows? Maybe we'll maybe maybe we'll freaking lump Madeira in there too, because because um, who knows? Who knows what could happen from between now and freaking then? You know what I mean? I mean that's I mean. That's been my point all along. Anything could freaking happen. Yeah. Anything could happen. Anything could freaking happen. Man. Shoot for the stars, Mateer. Yeah. And God bless you on your way there. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there. We'll see you at the candlelight vigil. And we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise, I am feeling much better now that I know that the candlelight vigil is back on. And I don't know about this whole freaking subpoena business. I feel like I shouldn't be showing anybody my freaking subpoena, if you know what I freaking mean. That's I, I, freaking, I freaking know exactly what he means. It's the exact freaking thing I thought. I go, why do, they, why, do all these, why do all these people want to see my freaking subpoena, if you know what I freaking mean? Yeah. I'm very used to showing people my subpoena, so I'm happy to go, but I might not say good things. I mean, I'm, and I'm probably proud of freaking my freaking, I don't know if you freaking know this, I, I have an absolutely freaking humongous freaking um, or I'm sorry, a freaking subpoena, so it'll be freaking, I mean, it'll be freaking, I mean, thank you, I mean, it'll be a freaking blessing, it'll be, I will be, I will be freaking blessing, uh, geez Louise, I am freaking drunk. Yeah, God did bless you is what I'm trying to say. And God bless us, everyone. The only problem is I am very nervous about coming out of hiding because, of course, the threat there being that they will return me to the group home from whence I came 
because I have not been in any sort of legal building since my escape. I tell you what, all I know is it's going to be freaking one for the books. It definitely will, that's for sure. Maybe we'll go out with a bang, Tady, if you know what I mean. I'm definitely going to be banging something, but uh, I don't know what yet. Yeah. You guys want to go to Ortego Grill? Yes, please. Yes. Pretty charming. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Give me! Give me!